0: Welcome to the interview chair. My name is Jimmy Casas and I am your host. Are you an educator who is currently feeling overwhelmed, exhausted or wondering if you can continue to do this work? Visualize yourself back in the interview chair. You were genuine, sincere and full of passion. You convinced the group of people that you were the best person for the job and you believed it. That is the real you. Thank you for joining me as I take you back to the interview chair to remind you of why you wanted to become an educator. Hello, leaders. The hiring season is quickly approaching. What framework does your school or district currently use when hiring candidates? Hiring, onboarding, and retaining staff is more critical than it has ever been, yet schools everywhere are struggling. So join me at our Hiring for Excellence workshop on March 4th in Chicago and walk away with a framework to support district and school leaders as you approach another hiring season. See I believe there is nothing more important than selecting the right people. People with the right talent who want to be excellent. However, are you modeling excellence during the interview process? Do you approach the selection process to establish a meaningful relationship with each candidate? And what are candidates saying about you and your school or district once they leave the interview? Well, in this workshop, I'll share my 12 strategies to hire for excellence, leaving candidates looking back after they complete the interview process and saying, I would give anything to work for that organization. Now, back in October, we kicked off our full workshop season with the same hiring workshop with attendees coming in from all over the country, nine different states, in fact. And it was so popular, we decided to bring it back to Chicago again. And here's what one director of HR had to say about the workshop. I would definitely attend again. I would really like Jimmy to come and do a similar workshop for our principals. The workshop was great, probably the best conference I've attended. Well, this one-day workshop takes place again on March 4th, and this is for teachers on hiring committees, superintendents, principals, assistant principals, HR directors, and district leaders. So to learn more, visit my website at jimmycostas.com. Hope to see you in Chicago March 4th, my friends. Now let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to episode 42 of the Interview Chair: Five Ways to Inspire Staff to Want to Stay Rather than Leave. The last few years have been a rude awakening for educators everywhere. The danger of teacher and leader burnout, especially for those who are once on fire, is real, my friends. The demands that are being placed on all educators are daunting. Teachers are certainly feeling it as evidenced by the increase in teachers leaving the profession. But if we look closely, our principals and superintendents are feeling it as well. Many are feeling stressed, isolated, and questioning their impact. And others find themselves in a downward spiral and cannot pinpoint when it all began to slide for them. Hundreds of studies have been done in the last few years regarding the high number of educators leaving the profession. It's like a dark cloud is hovering over our profession and it's pouring down rain, leaving us drenched and feeling beat down. So here's what I've been reflecting on today based on my coaching work that I've been doing over the last six years. Why are our people feeling beat down? And my takeaway, it's because our system is wearing our people down, leaving them more vulnerable to feel beat down. In many, if not most cases, burnout is not an individual issue, but rather a systemic issue. The growing expectations placed on school personnel are concerning and even more so nowadays due to the lack of resources that are not being provided. Asking our people to do more with less is never a good formula. Ugh. I'll be honest, if I had one wish, I would share it with our profession and wish that our educators, most of whom give of themselves so selfishly to not only their students but to their colleagues and their communities... And the profession as a whole but i know i can't fix this one however i won't quit and i'm committed to keep doing my best to support my profession and my colleagues who find themselves wondering what if anything they can do to turn the ship around so what do i do when i find my mind having negative thoughts about a profession or i find myself frustrated or judging or doubting or unsure of myself or resenting the situation or even others well I go back to the interview chair where I pause and I do my best to reframe my thinking and ask myself how I would respond or what I would do differently if I were sitting in front of an interview committee vying for position I desperately wanted and I was asked if you were hired as principal describe some ways in which you would work to reduce staff turnover Over 1 million teachers use IXL in their classrooms every day for one reason, they love it. IXL makes the magic happen in classrooms. Why is IXL so special? Well, IXL is the most widely used online learning and teaching platform for K-12. It empowers schools with a complete curriculum, thousands of instructional resources, robust reporting, and assessment data. IXL saves teachers valuable time with ready-made plans aligned to their standards and textbooks. Built-in engagement tools like custom competitions make learning fun for students. Dr. Trujillo, a district superintendent says, for the teacher, IXL opens up the door to be a lot more effective and provide more differentiated instruction. Empower your teachers with the tools and insights they need to enhance instruction all in one single, easy-to-use platform. Get started today at IXL.com. So, here are five ways to inspire staff to want to stay rather than leave. One, recalibrate our mindset. I think we have to start by being more intentional in understanding why staff are choosing to leave our schools, and in some cases, the profession altogether. This begins with an internal reflection on on all of our parts, recognizing that we as leaders often play a role in staff leaving, rather than going to the perimeter and placing the entire blame on the staff member. The shift must occur in our minds by believing that every staff member wants to be great at what they do, contrary to what their words or their behavior might be telling us. Over the years, this is an area where I have personally grown the most because I do believe that these behaviors are a result of their experiences and investing time to hear their stories and understand their experiences brings value to them. Moreover, it helps foster a stronger relationship that is not based on fear and when modeled consistently over time, can quickly multiply around the campus and build positive momentum to improve the overall morale of an entire staff. Number 2. The Heart of a Teacher Most campus leaders started their careers as teachers, but as we transitioned into administration and were given more responsibility, some of us slowly began to drift into more of an evaluative role, thereby at times being viewed as threatening and punitive. I think we need to return to more of a teacher or coaching role. The staff knows we evaluate them, but we also need to coach them up if we want them to stay. By reframing the way we look at our staff, we can see them like our classroom and differentiate for their learning in the same way we expect staff to differentiate for their students. Imagine a classroom where students saw their teachers as helpful rather than punitive. And when we focus on modeling effective teaching and management practices with them, then they begin to see us aligned with them building more credibility as we model the behaviors that we want to see within our classrooms. Number three, collective commitments. Coming together as a staff to create a framework agreement of how every staff member is expected to behave is a must. Too often we rush into our decisions due to the fast-paced nature of our work and we leave ourselves open to unnecessary scrutiny. In other words, we get sloppy. And this is where we are most vulnerable and the criticism that often follows can be harsh and leave us feeling beaten down. Frameworks are effective in helping us slow down. And when a staff is intentional in identifying a core set of commitments, and defining what those commitments look like and sound like, and agreeing on how we will respond when one of us violates a commitment because we will, then we are all on our well well on our way to creating an environment where staff feel safe and free of unnecessary toxicity. Number 4, prioritize resources. Now I'm going to say something that some may not want to hear, but it is something I feel strongly about and I believe it is one of the things I was effective in managing during my tenure as principal. Staff should never have to pay for supplies out of their own pocket. That's right, I said it. I believe that the building budget is an area that we do have control over and we must be transparent in sharing our line items. Regardless of the size of that budget, the key is sitting down with our staff or building leadership team and together transparently determining the necessary dollars needed to fund the supplies our students and staff need to cultivate a creative and nurturing classroom or building environment. And when that budget falls short, then administration must work together with our central office administration and or our partner with our local businesses, community foundations, or parent organizations to find a way to raise the money. But we cannot continue to drain our teachers of their time or minimal dollars they earn on something we should provide for them as professionals. And number five invest time in your people. This could arguably be the greatest gift that we can give to others. Nothing says to others, I care about you more than giving someone our personal time. When we take the time to check in on others, be there for them in their time of need, or circle back later to check on them, it sends a powerful message on how important they are to us. That is why we must spend more time on building relationships during our hiring process so that candidates begin to feel like they have landed in a place that truly values them. And when we layer this process with an effective onboarding process that continues that connection and adds a level of skill development, we begin to grow a community of leaders who encourage, support, and inspire one another toward excellence. And finally, If we want to craft a culture where all people desire to be a part of such a community I just described, then we must make sure we include all of our support staff and our too often forgotten guest teachers in this process so they too feel that sense of belonging. Now closely review the five steps and you will see a common thread that weaves throughout. And what is that thread? I believe it is the experiences that we create with our people that bring about a certain feeling that cannot be explained, but they know it when they experience it. And when they do, they walk away and carry the banner for their students and their colleagues and their supervisors, sharing with others that they cannot imagine themselves doing anything else or working when with anyone else. And if we're going to right this ship, my friends, and retain the best in our profession, then we can't just wish for it to happen. We will need to hit the reset button and believe that together we can make anything happen and give ourselves a chance to create meaningful experiences with all members of our school community so they become our best recruiters and have more reasons for wanting to stay rather than wanting to leave. My friends, it is time to recalibrate. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope that you will join me each week as I take you back to the interview chair, because I know this, that when you sat in that interview chair, that, my friends, was the best version of you. Be sure to check out my website at jimmycasas.com backslash the interview chair for links, resources, and show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Casas underscore Jimmy. If you enjoyed today's show from the interview chair, subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts to ensure you never miss an episode.